Hi everyone, my name is Yumei Chang and I'm the founder of Life is Love School, where we teach survivors of childhood trauma essential skills to live a happier life. Today's topic is gaslighting. Gaslighting is an incredibly important topic because it's one of the most common form of psychological abuse that abusive people use to try to control you. Now, what is gaslighting? Gaslighting is where they manipulate you to try to make you feel that you're crazy. They distort reality. So you start to question what you saw, how you feel, and the state of things. If you're destabilized this way, it makes you that much easier to control, and that's why they do it. Especially for survivors of childhood trauma, a lot of survivors are susceptible to being gaslit, again, in adult relationships, because their own parents were gaslighters. So I'll give you some examples of what might have happened in childhood. So let's say that a child came home from school feeling really sad because she was bullied in school. She told her mom about it, and the mom, instead of empathizing with the child and trying to help the child feel better, the mom instead accuses the child of overreacting and telling her that she should not feel this way. What the child took away from this is that her feelings are not to be trusted. Another example might be that a child is carrying the plates to the kitchen, slipped and fell, and broke the dishes. So the child knew that it was an accident, but if the parents accuse her of deliberately dropping the plates, then the child starts to even question her own intentions so her own thoughts could not be trusted. Another example is, let's say that a working parent promised the child that if the child plays by herself quietly and allows the parent to complete her work, then when the parent is done, she will take the child out for ice cream or a movie. After the work is done, the parent just blatantly denied that she ever made such a promise to the child. So again, it really distorts the child's sense of reality. And if this happened to you and you were little, very likely what you did is you suppressed your own feeling of this is not right and tried to adopt your parents' reality. You might also then become somebody who's always apologizing for things even if you're not responsible for it because they blamed you for it. They contorted reality to make everything your fault. If you were trained this way growing up, this creates a vulnerability in you such that abusers in your adult relationships will then lash onto you because they realize that if you're not standing strong in your own truth, they can more easily manipulate you. So I'm gonna show you six different ways that abusive people try to manipulate you through gaslighting. And if you sense that any of these strategies are being used on you, it is very possible that you're being gaslit and it's something that you wanna double click into. So strategy number one is dismissal. This is where an abusive person, if you try to confront them about something that happened that bothered you, they will simply tell you, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember anything about it. Why are you hanging on to old grievances? So this is telling you that whatever you believe happened did not happen, and it's very disconcerting. Strategy number two is they try to minimize it. So this is not outright denying that it happened, but it's saying that you're making something that's not a big deal a big deal. So again, it's making you question your own feelings. Number three is justification. So again, this is not denying that they did something bad, but they're making excuses for it. So for example, if you tell your mom that what your father did in terms of physical abuse is not right, if the mom is an enabler, she might then say, well, you know, it's not a big deal. 
every parent hits their children. You know, obviously that's not true, but it's justifying their actions. Another one might be, oh, he's only doing it because he really cares about your schoolwork. So he beats you up because he wants you to always get A's. Again, these are horrible excuses. It's simply a way that abusive people use to try to manipulate you. Another strategy you, they use, strategy number four, is called diversion. So this is if you try to have a discussion with them about something that happened, they will bring up any other topic. So you can never discuss it. So literally they're like a slippery fish. You can never catch them. And this ties into another strategy. They use strategy number five, which is withholding. So they just brush off any attempt that you try to have a conversation. So these two are very similar, whether they switch a topic or they simply say, today is not a good day, maybe another day, and the other day never comes. Strategy number six is a dangerous one. This is where they actually counter you or negate you. So these people are actually questioning your memory. They're creating details or denying things that happened. And sometimes they go as far as creating new things that never happened. And this is basically outright disavowing the truth. So this mom, instead of using justification for why the father was physically abusive, she might simply say, I don't know what you're talking about. Your father never hit you. So this is truly crazy making. And then number seven, which is the last one, is discrediting. So this is very dangerous, especially if people do this to you at work to discredit you. They might say, well, you always exaggerate or you're just crazy or you don't remember things right. You always overreact. So they, they label you as somebody who doesn't know what she's talking about. And this basically blanket denies anything that you ever bring forth. So if this happens to you, it's a very dangerous situation. Now, how do you know if you're being gaslit? Besides checking these seven strategies to see if they're being used on you, your feelings are also a very strong indicator. If you're being gaslit, it does not feel good. So that's something, there's something wrong. Definitely don't suppress the feelings, double click into it. So some of the common symptoms that shows that you might be gaslit is you're constantly feeling confused. You feel like you're going crazy or you're constantly doubting yourself. You know, did I remember this right? Maybe they remembered it right. Did this actually happen? So you're questioning your own reality and you start to distrust yourself. You start to distrust other people. And you might also constantly assume that you did something wrong. Like everything is your responsibility. So you also start to over apologize for things or you're constantly trying to prove that you're right. So you're overproving. So your words no longer matter. You feel like you have to layer on the evidence to show that you're not crazy, that you got the facts right. And then another one, which is really pernicious is if you stay in a bad relationship for a long time, eventually you might start to gaslight yourself. So then you start to make excuses for yourself or, or for the abuser for why they did this to you as if you deserved it. So a child might, in order to preserve their relationship with the abusive parent, in the case of the father being violent, the child might say, well, you know, I guess I deserve it. I must be a bad child to deserve this kind of treatment. And unfortunately, very many survivors do this and they internalize the blame. So they, in, in a way, they're justifying it for the abusive person. So if you have any of these symptoms, it's possible that you're being gaslit. 
And what you want to do is then look through the seven strategies that I covered earlier to see if the other person is doing any of those manipulations on you. So what should you do if you believe you're being gaslit? I'll give you three strategies. Number one is you want to make sure that you're actually being gaslit. Just because you're having a conversation with somebody and they don't agree with your point of view or they see things differently, it doesn't mean that they're gaslighting you. They simply have a different opinion. Gaslighting has a lot to do with intentions. Gaslighters want to destabilize you, make you doubt your own realities, so you become easier to control. A simple disagreement between two people is not necessarily gaslighting. Similarly speaking, um, if somebody just says, hey, you know, I don't have time to talk about it today, they might just be really busy and they're not trying to be completely avoiding having a conversation. So again, you have to use your own wisdom to figure out what their intention is. Are they trying to control you or are they not? Step number two is to stand firm in your own reality. So if you start to doubt how you feel or if you remember things correctly, you might want to create additional validations for yourself. For example, start jotting down recaps of the conversation, start collecting screenshots or maybe even record a phone call. It's not to use in a court of law, but literally to prove to yourself that yes, you do remember things as they happened. It just helps you stand even firmer in your own version of truth. Step number three is to stay calm and don't engage. A lot of times gaslighters will never, they will never own up to the fact that they're trying to gaslight you. But it's equally important that you call them out because by calling them out, you're basically signaling to them that, hey, I am not somebody that you can control. So if they're trying to distort your reality, be calm, but state very firmly that, no, this is not how it happened. And if they continue to argue with you, you could simply say, I don't see things the same way. That is not how it happened, but I do not wish to engage with you further on this. So you're shutting down the conversation because more engagement simply gives them more hooks to try to manipulate you. And many toxic people are gaslighters and they try to hook, sink their hooks onto you any whatever way they can. So when you decide to walk away, you're setting a boundary to protect your own energy. And a lot of times that is the most effective way to deal with gaslighters. So in recap, if you suffered childhood abuse where your parents were actually gaslighting you, you may be extra vulnerable to being gaslit again as an adult. And that's why it's really important to make sure you pay attention to how you feel and then to check against some of these manipulations that gaslighters do so that you know they're trying to control you and that you could step up for yourself and stand firm in your own truth without losing your center and without getting all riled up so that you could respond to them knowing that they're trying to control you and that you could choose to step away. A lot of times the best thing that you could do with people that are trying to control you through gaslighting is to recognize that they are dangerous and to question whether it's meaningful to continue the relationship or not. I hope you find today's conversation helpful. As always, please like and subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes. By liking this and subscribing, you also help this video reach more people that need to get this information. And feel free to leave a comment. I read every single one of them and I'm more than happy to answer your questions. 
and check out some of the links in the show notes, which has useful information for you on how to love yourself more and how to heal. Until next time, have a great week.